0: Go and give it to ya. He gon' give it to ya. Ex, give it to ya. He gon' give it to you. Ex, go give it to ya. He gon' give it to you. Ex, gon' give it to ya. He gon' give it. The Afghanistan paper, I'm reading this from Wikipedia. The Afghanistan papers are a set of interviews related to the US war in Afghanistan prepared by the Special Inspector General for Afghanistan Reconstruction, which is the acronym for that is cigar, and published by the Washington Post in 2019 following a Freedom of Information Act request. The documents reveal that high-ranking officials generally held the opinion that the war was unwinnable. I want to emphasize that, unwinnable, while keeping this view from the public. Due to the difficulty of creating objective metrics to demonstrate success, information was manipulated for the duration of the conflict. NPR host uh, Lulu Navarro, comparing the documents with the Pentagon Papers, noted the revelation of, quote, "...explicit and sustained efforts by the U.S. government to deliberately mislead the public." it Sounds like the Pentagon Papers almost. Yeah. yeah. So there is a lot. Of, I mean, like it's really, it, and I so I sent this to my friend to start with. I was like, just start there at the base level, and then I'm going to give you the timeline of 2020 up until yesterday. Right. To understand that this clearly, including like Rumsfeld, <sighs> it clearly that lays was, out. Was, I was under Rumsfeld. That was <laughs> yeah. that was my era. Yeah. And you look at the the any public statement. I mean, it's all PR. They give these public statements of like. I mean, we're conquering, we're succeeding, we're winning, we're achieving our mission. America is safer. The country is more organized and free. And of course, like show me, show me in the in the historical record of a press secretary or or a minister or, or a, you know the head of defense or whatever coming out and being like, guys, I'm gonna be honest with you, we're fucking up. Like it's a real shit show it's out there. There's a lot of blood on the ground. I'm real surprised but how good how good our enemy is at fighting. <laughs> uh, we're very unprepared. We I, haven't I spent nearly laugh, but I mean, but it's just like yeah. the absurdity of it. Like it's it's you have to anticipate, you have to have that filter when you're hearing regardless of administration, Mac can walk into traffic, whatever, but like even in the Biden administration <sighs> I mean, or I'd, I'd fucker. <laughs> Oh god, dude! I don't with even, my with my cum gutters, I'm not, I, don't, <laughs> I don't even know how you can't. Okay, that's what the physics of that is very complicated. So, um, <laughs> the press secretary is filtering information. Yes, in a in a palatable way to all American press resources. Like that is not, regardless of administration, that is not a reliable source for authentic, unfiltered truth always have and I don't I don't think that is the exact same thing as lying 100% of the time there's absolutely lying that does occur but for the most part it's no no one's going to win a pulitzer for like <laughs> reporting what the press secretary told you to publish right yeah. so that's not like hardcore reporting so so but what these papers show and what they're they're because they were acquired through the freedom of information act and the, the washington you like even if you hate the washington post Remove the editorial and just read the papers or read the excerpts that they have provided from the top down, people in the field, people in command centers, people in the Pentagon, people in the white house across the board from almost the beginning kept saying stuff like, we don't know who our enemy is. We don't know what our mission is. We don't know what success looks like. Well, like and this was, this was reiterated year after year after year. And every administration has been, since Bush, has been faced with the, I'm not going to say mandate, but the inevitability of the fact that we are not going to win whatever whatever winning looks like. Because it's not going to be like, we kill all Taliban and institute democracy in one of the oldest regions of the world, Mm -hmm. which has basically defied conquering... For millennia. I mean, didn't Attila go there? <laughs> I mean, I like... mean, didn't Al- Alexander the Great go there? I, I mean, they've they've managed to. I mean, they they, they live... brought they brought back
1: spices <laughs> and opium. Yes, yes. Hey, uh, side note, I wanted to give you. I mean, I know this is your show, and I was listening to your show on the way down here to do your show. Mm-hmm. But your your race
0: wars thing, like that, like the, the like. <sighs> It was really good. My threesome etiquette and race wars, and American combo (laughs) (laughs) meal episode with Jimmy Guard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: But the way, the way that you phrased it was, and and I've actually started to kind of cultivate information to, to the point where it makes sense that America on its own, 200 and some odd years old, right? We're we're, we're close to two kid on the block. Yeah. We're the new to, yeah. So, I th- you you had made a statement that you could go to Germany and stand in a church, chapel or in a church? church that's been around for ten S- times as long yeah, as our churches seven hundred years. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think I think it really goes back to the point of the land. Oh, and by the way, I picked up a book uh, from a local artist. He had this whole shelf. I was interviewing him, um, and and it's like the 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 history of the U.S. I, I, God damn it! I'm a, he's gonna kick me in the face for not knowing this. <laughs> but anyway, it was it was the chapter like it just straight up starts out. Christopher Columbus was a fucking murderer. True, yeah. and I was just like, whoa! Like I knew from the I already knew that that the story of Christopher Columbus sailed the ocean blue in 19 you know 1492. Yep. Like yeah, he did that. But do you know what he did to the motherfuckers in the Bahamas? <laughs> once he hit the uh, once he hit genocide. the shore. Yeah, yeah. Like he was in the search of gold. And because Europe at the time, with its infinite wisdom and its religion and okay the thing that really hit me ninety percent of the land was
0: owned by ten percent of the people, sure, sounds like America, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying, I mean probably even look, more look at wall street, even more into the oh yeah, the higher nineties and the lower single digits yeah. yes, yeah yeah
1: ninety yeah. the ninety percent the the you know when they talk about the one percent yeah. I know I mentioned that I was a part of the 1%, and that's just a totally different caveat. I mean, you can be like, yeah, I love cats that drink beer. Yeah, you that's a percentile <laughs> of people. You know, you can be in the one percentile of something, but the fact, the fact that uh, the way that we're approaching conquering nations, and not that we went to go to Afghanistan to conquer in a sense... I can, in, yeah, I can see your head nod, and I can. I mean, agree honestly, with you like too. like
0: instilling democracy, which is not and America doesn't like corner the market on democracy. No, no. but like, <laughs> but by ins- come on down by instilling democracy in a nation that doesn't happen, that doesn't have it, it is very analogous to a, a religious group going on a mission to instill their religion. Hold on, it happens something like this.
1: Can I tell you about the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? Have you heard the good have news? You, have you heard the good news? Have you heard the good news? He's here. Can I come in and tell you the good news? <laughs> oh God, rest I, in peace, Mormons. I, I have a gun, so you can't say no. <laughs> um, I have a gun today because Lord Abbott <laughs> and the fucking GOP made it happen. Constitutional carry. Just go
0: buy the weapon, pay your taxes. Don't worry about the license. And I was born because Abbott stopped my mom from getting an abortion. You Thank know you, what? Abbott. Abbott's my dad. Abbott is my dad. You know
1: what? Abbott's my dad, too, okay. because when my mom fooled around when she was 19 out of wedlock, how fucking dare she? And my, literally, my. I was actually talking to my daughter about this the other day. My biological father wanted to fucking off me. A- Abbott? Uh, no, his name's David. Oh. So my abs- actual <laughs> biological father, not my adopted Abbott daddy. Oh, daddy, daddy, Abbott. daddy Abbott. No, like I, I am, fuck you. yeah, if I would, if, if the law, well, I mean, damn, she was, I mean, my grandpa, he was a, he was a Korean war vet. He was a very staunch conservative. My mom even told me, she was like, you know how I vote? How my dad told me to vote. I'm like, well, that's how the fuck we ended up here. Thanks <laughs> grandpa. Rest in peace. I, and, but that dude, grandpa, dude, grandpa bill. He, I fucking love that dude. He he taught me some shit when I was younger. You know, when I'd go visit to Ohio, like, mm-hmm. don't fucking ride in the street. And I'm like, there's a chance of me dying? All right. But no, like, it, it, I it's, God damn, like, there is so much shit going on that it's hard to just kind of like what we're doing, just turn the volume down a little bit. Yeah. Focus. Yeah. How do we get here? Yeah. Put stuff into context. Yeah. And really, really understand, like, the price that America as a whole. Yes. But to include the Afghans that, that have also suffered an ultimate fucking price. Trump, way more than
0: us. Like, Ooh. way, way more than we us. We think we got it hard? Fuck you. Yeah. So, with that in mind, I do want to go through this timeline. I'm curious. So, talk about the transition from you being in Iraq and then like, how do you end up in Afghanistan, and what's your experience like there? All right, I'll close my eyes and pretend you're in front of me. So I'm listening uh, intently, and <laughs> ma- I'm I'm maintaining direct eye contact, but
1: your eyes are closed. So I, yeah, I close my eyes. I have to have to like really set this one for it. So the way that I exited Iraq and entered into Afghanistan is <laughs> it's actually kind of funny. Um, so there's this general order number one. I don't know what the the full Language of general order number one is, but it's basically this kind of like blanket statement of things that you can and cannot do while on a military base as a civilian, as a military personnel. It's almost like this other set of rules. And this was Baghdad, Iraq, circa 2000. And I want to say nine. Yeah, about yeah, about 2009, I was working for a company called SAIC Scientific Applications International Corporation. It's a fucking mouthful, but the one thing that I was doing was I was working on the scanning system called the Vacus. <laughs> More acronyms, uh, V-A-C-I-S. C I S. I I don't know. I can't remember what that means. But they actually are. Impl- they actually have that. Uh, uh, equipment and hardware at the border patrol uh, on the southern border of the United States of Mexico. And basically what it is, it's it's an x-ray system, but it's not x-ray because x-ray uses a different part of the atom to look through things. This system used the gamma ray, which can look through even, it can penetrate even further. I think we could look up through six inches of steel, if I'm not mistaken, uh, and you could even can't you could you could distort the image ten to twenty degrees so you can kind of give it a three D look. It's a, and I and see and this is this just goes to show you the amount of versatility that military members have when they are overseas. And you know, hey, uh, do you need a job? Because we need people. And literally, I set up scanning systems all throughout Iraq at the entry control points or as we call them ECPs, hashtag acronyms. I ended up going off base to pick up some vodka or some liquor from the random place that sold alcohol in in close to the base of Baghdad in the green zone. And we got caught coming back in. So to my knowledge, as far as I know, I am no longer allowed to go to Afghanistan. Uh, I'm sorry, to Iraq. I've been blacklisted. I can't go back. Does that affect your travel plans? Fuck no. <laughs> I mean, I, I would like to go back to Babylon. That was pretty fucking dope. Sure. Um, But I said, well, can't go to Iraq. What's up? And this was the time frame where there was just blank checks left and right. And I was like, well, time to go to Afghanistan. That's how I got put on the force protection contract for independent suspension, which then got upgraded to survivability upgrades. And then I went from... Installing what are called SPALL liners, S-P-A-L-L, also another acronym that I can't remember. But basically, think of a Kevlar Kevlar vest, right? Take that Kevlar, strip it down into sections, and then with, okay, (laughs) this isn't a joke, Velcro. We put up Velcro. We had to wipe down the interior. We had to basically, excuse me. We had to strip the interior of the Cougars. Are you getting emotional talking about Velcro? No, I had a little burp burp. I know. I'm sitting right in front of you. I, I know. It, well, for the, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm tearing up. Uh, I well. do miss the fucking paycheck. Oh, let me, that's what I really, thank you for making fun of me for a minute. <laughs> big fucking bully. The, I was a part of the spall liner install team, which is basically a Kevlar blanket where that is <laughs> applied with Velcro inside of the Cougars uh, to prevent whenever the blasts, all the stuff would fly off the wall. And that's how people were actually getting killed. Mm-hmm. That was the team while I was on.
0: I sat again, in, tank warfare is horrifying. You're sitting inside of a giant metal box.
1: Yeah. Well, and, this is M yeah. This is even, you know, more forward because when I started working on tanks in 2002, we're talking about 1970s technology Yeah. and the binders and the manuals that were written. Dave, I'm telling you, you could fix a tank. I'm not even shitting sure, you. Sure, sure, sure. It literally yeah. says: Step one, grab tools. Yeah. Step two, grab another marine. Step three, follow the rest of these instructions. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have five volts? No. Go to step forty-three. Yeah. If you don't, go to step twelve. Yeah. It is phenomenal the amount of throughput in 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 the diagnostic portion of these things. Sure. Yeah. And and to date, I can't think of anything that I have not ever been able to not fix. Sure, it's crazy. Yeah. So I'm in Afghanistan, making two hundred and two thousand dollars a year, and just to break that down, that's roughly five hundred and fifty dollars a day. <laughs> At the ripe age of twenty, fucking peasant. So yeah, right. Looking down, you like peasants. Uh, dude, that's insane. Right. That's. i am worried about $550 a week right now. Yeah. I was making that shit a day.
0: That's a, that's... And for the
1: first three months while sitting in Bagram, Afghanistan, I went to the gym. I played Halo with the project managers at night, and I slept a lot. Three months. Got paid. What did I do? Absolutely fucking nothing. At the time, I was like, fuck yeah. Now looking back on it, I'm still fuck yeah because... That's where, that's how I got here. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, you also,
0: uh, again, another thing where it, where civilians need to understand, like the number a trillion Mm -hmm. is for all intents and purposes beyond comprehension. It's a fat number. Like you can't even like, there's literally nothing that the human eye can see within your field of vision. That is like, obviously you could right right now we are surrounded by a trillion molecules of oxygen, but we can't see it. So even in the smallest mm. sense, like even if it was like a trillion um, frog eggs, yeah, your field of vision, even if you're looking at a pond, would not be able to fully comprehend and, and absorb the number a trillion. Yeah. So, so when you talk about a trillion, let alone, I think it's two trillion or more that has been spent over the last two decades on Afghanistan. Oh, yes, yes. Um, it, that just you might as well be like a, a gigaton of of money you know it's just, it's just, it's this like oh, it's almost like an imaginary number but then when you start realizing the amount it's not like you're individually responsible for this but the mm-hmm. amount of money that goes into not only just like equipping our military but then just like the spending that goes into contractors and everything like that and like think about this real quick to get just me to get me overseas
1: i had to go through dental medical I had to go get all of my gear, so people that were employed to dish out the gear, people that had to put me on a plane. I had an airline ticket through fucking United. Yep. Like, one person getting overseas to fulfill a slot. Yeah. Like, working at fucking McDonald's. Yep. I may have gotten paid $200,000. It probably cost close to upwards of a million. Yeah, the investment in in
0: just you getting over there, and then to provide perspective. All the logistics. Yeah. So, in the last month, and even shorter than that, 120,000 people were evacuated through similar channels, mm-hmm. but through a much more expedited process like we from Canada. And a lot of those people, aside from the phenomenal, incredible human beings who were locals that supported our efforts with translation and things of that nature, but there were still plenty of civilians and, and support crew and, and people with American... Origin. Yeah, it's just an insane amount of money. And when you think about America not playing the role of global daddy, world police type thing, and you think about what $2 trillion could do for, just pick, pick one problem, let alone 50 problems. But homelessness. Just, yeah, dude, think about a trillion dollars being spent on homelessness. There
1: would be none. I'll tell you right now. You spend a trillion dollars on homelessness right now today. Our
0: country would look like Singapore. Gone. Like like oh, I love Singapore. It, it it's it it's hard to fully comprehend the amount of money that is a trillion dollars <laughs> and it's not just it's not just a trillion dollars it's a trillion tax dollars. Yep. It's a trillion That's not dollars. That's pri- yeah, not private money. Yes. Yeah, the fucking Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation didn't say like hey we need this. <laughs> This yeah. is not philanthropy. This is this ain't Bezos and Musk going. Well, we'll
1: donate a little bit yep. of our funds. No, this is no, this is
0: your paycheck. It's my paycheck. Three hundred plus
1: million Americans. <laughs> plus million Americans. Well, yes, wait, more like two hundred. Yeah, if you, people who are making
0: taxable income, not but yes. kids, but whatever. Yes, well over child 200. labor. Thanks, Republicans. Yes, uh, <laughs> um, and and <laughs> I'm sorry, those, was... <laughs> but just like it's it's Fuck. that makes that pill so much harder to swallow, especially yeah. when. Again, getting to the you know skipping to the end of this, that again, it's, uh, we objectively failed. But there was never a win to begin with. It was just, we're going to create a, a horrifying buffer to stop Al Qaeda and Taliban and ISIS and, and other similar organizations from using Afghanistan as a base of operations to, to be able to strike America again. There's stopping someone from doing something never has an end point. It just has the, it's being achieved while you're actively doing it. It's like when Bush come out and says, "We won the war in like, Iraq." What are you talking? What are you talking like, get about? Get the fuck off that aircraft carrier, you dick! Like you pulled down that. Fucking shitty banner that you just got printed from Kinko's. Like it's mission accomplished. Like it's mission accomplished.
1: I remember when we saw that and they were playing fucking drowning pool on videos, preempting us to like go there and fuck people up. I okay, like I just I'm a I'm a. There are so many moments in my personal deployment that pale in comparison to some of the things that these other military members have seen and gone through. Sure, like like I've literally held body parts in my hand. Because we were at the we were at the train station at Fallujah that we just took over the night prior. So the enemy obviously knew where the fuck we were. Yep. And they were in the back of Nissan fucking B-52s. B-52s. That's a plane. Um, B-2500s. Yeah. Just little fucking run-of-the-mill trucks, like Ford Rangers, you know. And they literally had mortars yeah. in the back of the trucks, and yep. they were just guessing. Yep. And I was sitting on top of... <laughs> For those that are in the military, they're gonna fucking. They're like, you're an idiot. Uh, I was sitting on top of a seven ton fueler, reta- uh, fu- a fuel tanker uh, that's full of JP8. That's jet propulsion uh, fuel. Yeah, that's what the tanks ran on. Imagine me in a chair, little, little fucking mm-hmm. chair you get from Dick's Sporting Goods. <laughs> uh, no, no Kevlar uh, helmet, which is your 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 fucking you know shit that protects your dome. <laughs> No flag jacket, just boots and utes. Which would, is,
0: it, would that even help you if that thing exploded while you are sitting what? on top of no, it? No, that's why I was. <laughs> yeah, in, yeah, exactly. I literally was like, you yeah.
1: know, like Vietnam status. They're walking around just like and just fucking chilling, smoking whatever. And yeah. like, like yeah, hey, if I'm going to die, I'm going to die. Yeah. Now, obviously, I didn't have that mindset. I was just kind of like, I want to be comfortable. And if shit uh, pops yeah, off, yeah. I'm dead. Yeah. Like, I, and that's, and that's another thing that the Marine Corps taught us was you almost have to, and it's almost like Viking uh, ideology. Like I am thoroughly enthralled with Viking ideology, yeah, and and Odin and Thor and all those motherfuckers, yeah, Freya. They accepted their fate before they even went into battle. They were like that, and that, and I honestly think that's the connection between the Marine Corps. Like when I posted the the thirteen caskets, like yeah, I said until Valhalla, you know, semper fidelis, which is always faithful, yeah, which is crazy because I signed up to this organization and now I'm all going to be always faithful to the organization simply because I just signed a contract that says I'm supposed to be like, yeah. it's, it's really crazy. It's a big mind fucked, you know, it's, it's a big mind melt. So, <laughs> um,
0: I mean, you're asking people, you're not asking, you're mandating, you're mandating, that you people, have fidelity. Yes. Once you cross that threshold, of, yeah. yes, I'm going to do this. Yes. I'm, because they weren't drafted. Mm-hmm. But once you cross that initial recruitment threshold, yeah, like that's it. Yeah. And so being able
1: to, Except the fact that I'm already dead really helped frame a mindset of just not give a fuck. And I honestly think that that's where some of the most hardcore motherfuckers are made and built in wartime and a lot of, and a lot of, you know, war is never good. Like, should we go to war? Nope. There's always a way to solve it, but there's always one douche and his fucking cronies on the other side of this argument they're like well I want that piece of land I want this opium I want these minerals I want this oil and oil you know what I'm saying like it's 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 so it's so catastrophic fucking Halliburton raked in a good gu- good gu- good gu- good gu- good billion dollars off yeah. of fucking Iraq yeah. and for those that don't know there were never weapons of mass destruction it's fucking proven they had a they had a cur they had a meeting and the
0: guys was like there's there's fucking nothing here. Yeah the movie Vice is a really good and oh that, that was it yeah, 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 yeah. that was known like yeah, so so I, I, w- I will never say that like you know f- things that are created for entertainment purposes is what you should use as your historical record. It's it is your introduction into a conversation or a category. And I so just like talking about fury, is you know they it's historical fiction it's based on real facts real you know deployments real chain of events but then you create characters you insert dialogue things of that nature so vice which is this really incredible movie with christian bale playing dick cheney does a great job doing the exact same thing like it is very much so centered around testimony interviews public record Things that actually happened, and then, you know, you make connective tissue to build a narrative and turn it into a movie. But at the core, the thing you need to understand is that Dick Cheney, vice president under George Bush, was the previous incredibly high-ranking official within Halliburton, which is a an organization that makes a ton of money off of oil production and logistics and pipelining and everything. And just just watch it. I mean, obviously you can go like read in depth reporting about it, but if it's something that you either don't feel like you want to learn about or are totally unknowledgeable about, start by watching the movie because it's a entertaining way to absorb the foundation of the story. And then from there, you know, dig into peer reviewed back checked reporting about it. But it's very hard to walk away from that and not see that there were incredibly dubious personal and financial motivations for a wide variety of people and organizations, but very specifically Halliburton, with this incredible decision-maker being in the at the right hand of the President of the United States that had a very vested interest in- Hashtag in, Dick Cheney. In utilizing, hashtag shoot people in the face. Um, <laughs> hashtag it was just- In, in invading oil-rich <laughs> yeah. nations under the guise of Operation Freedom and Implement Democracy kind of thing. Well, um, if it wasn't yeah. for Halliburton, I would have never met my wife. Thanks Halliburton. Thanks Halliburton. <laughs> right. uh, Cheney, cheers. This episode is brought to you by Halliburton, Halliburton. K- KBR, LSI. That sweet, sweet black tea that runs through your car. Thanks what Halliburton. Was
1: that movie? Uh, the uh, Beverly Hillbillies? Yeah. Okay. Black, I, black, black crude. Black
0: crude. Yeah. Real quick story on that because you brought up there will be blood, um, <laughs> which is also a really,
1: really amazing fucking
0: film. Phenomenal movie. Incredible performance by Daniel Day Lewis. So. The first twenty minutes of that movie has no dialogue, and the score is done by so the guitar good. player from Radiohead. Oh, and really? Yeah, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, he's done some really great movies. A little wrinkle in my brain, and um, it is all about it's all it's tension. The whole beginning of the movie is tension about. I do remember feeling this kind of like it's all this going to happen. It's all this buildup uh, to like, and this is you know early nineteen hundreds, late eighteen hundreds. Yeah. It, uh, how the oil fields were developed and just it, abysmal human conditions, and what they did to strike oil. And it was like money and profits first and humanity distant fifth. And <laughs> so it's yeah. all of this, it's all of this buildup to this point. 20 minutes in, no dialogue, very tense soundtrack building up to this uh, crescendo of they finally hit. Oil and it's like an it's a geyser and it erupts. So, it's like an eight oh eight. So boom. <laughs> so I I'm sitting in a sold out theater and um, I'm sitting next whatever I, I don't care who I sit next to a theater. I'm not paying attention. To them, I'm paying attention to the movie. So <laughs> this, this, again, all this tension and everyone just kind of on the edge of their seat. Like what's going to happen? You, can you can hear you can, a pin drop. You can feel something coming. So they the, twenty minutes in. The gold, the the the, the goyle starts erupting from the ground, and this woman, complete stranger, literally slaps me in the chest and looks at me and goes, "Black gold, eh?" <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, "Who the fuck are you? Why are you? Shut the fuck up! Why are you hitting?" I mean, it was so, it was such a disruptive experience. Wow. Was in, and and she's like, literally looking at me like, "Yeah, right, right." And it's like, "Yeah, yeah." The whole movie's about. Oh, Fuck off. Like it was so, I mean, I literally got up and walked to the back of the theater. Cause I was so just like, it was just a very unsettling experience. Like, like this isn't mystery science 3000. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Just, and she was also sitting by herself. So to me, that means that she thought that that was like a normal human interaction in a movie theater. It was like, well, yeah, you just like, you just like slap someone's chest and like make a very loud comment about what I already, like I'm looking, I'm looking at the same 60 foot screen as you. Like it was fucking <laughs> stupid.
1: Anyways, I can't wait to like, Randomly be out with you one day,
0: black go just fucking crack you one in the chest, <laughs> dude. She,
1: I mean, like like while you're chugging a truly, <laughs> a black cherry truly. Oh,
0: there you go. I'm like black cherry. <laughs> hey. Hey. That's so fucking stupid. <laughs> okay, I want to go through this timeline of events. Uh, so this I'm, is... Man, we've really gotten off track. I'm sorry. That's okay. That's what we do. That's okay. what we do. What's so funny is that you texted me. This morning and said, "Hey, I'm just curious. Are we are we only talking about Afghanistan today?" Yes. And I was like, "I mean, that's the plan." But you know, I
1: I mean, I know you. You know, you know me. Yeah, I know you. Yeah, this is a you know number. my life path number a, now. This, <laughs> I'm a three. A, oh, you're such a classic you're a three. You're such a classic. three, Classic three. Bro. three.
0: Class clown. And a Leo. Yeah. And a, look at my tattoo. I think so, at the bottom of the cum gutters. You
1: know, whenever you look at your, you look at the comments and it's like in parentheses, it says check notes. (laughs) Literally, I'm the walking version of check notes. Yes. Exactly.
0: (laughs) I'll put that on a shirt. Love it. Love it. Okay. (laughs) So I sent this timeline and I I went out of my way to find it from... uh, a source, source, like not just reputable, because you could say I like I like CNN and I could say that CNN Decent. is a reputable source, but that it immediately has a stigma with it. At, not on the same level, but as Fox News has an editorial lean to it. So ah, like, yeah, so this is from factcheck.org. Real which, quick. And CNN was the first the
1: first corporation to do 24 seven news. Hmm.
0: Yeah, well.
1: that's how it started.
0: Good on them from a business perspective. Oh,
1: business perspective, hundred percent. But to have it just
0: absorbed, bad on them from a journalistic yeah. Fuck perspective. Fuck off,
1: CNN. Yeah. hashtag Don Lemon. Yeah.
0: So, <laughs> so I like Don. So yeah, yeah, he's a good guy. <laughs> um, so <laughs> so it's like, it's like the uncle that's got like a problem, and yeah, you're like, hey, yeah, he's, yeah, okay. he's, yeah, he's he's okay. got a couple DUIs. <laughs> he's okay. <laughs> Tells great stories. Um, fun to drink <laughs> with. So. So I sent this to my friend that's, that wrote that comment of this blood is- The double down guy. The, yeah, there's 100% on, on Biden's hands. Okay. Literally just with the intent of helping him achieve historical perspective, not defending Biden. His administration has already fucked up, and then he is just shitty at talking. Like, So he's already eaten his words in terms of like- there, He's literally said something to the effect of like, there's no way that this crumbles the way that we did in Saigon. And there's no way. The, it is highly unlikely that the Taliban overruns. The 70,000 Taliban overrun our 350,000, you know, reinforced military that we've built over the last 20 yeah. years. And that's exactly what happened. So, So he already ate his fucking words. I'm sure better decisions could have been made, mm-hmm. but we'll never know what those were because we don't have privy to that information, nor are we top tier military strategists. So it's really easy to sit in our position and be like, this is a total shit show. People wouldn't be falling off planes if Biden handled it better. But right. then it's like, OK, what's better? And you're like, well, it's not this. OK, yeah. I get it. It's like, what would happen if I would have stayed with my first wife? <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. So, I'm going to go through this timeline of US it's it's the it's from factcheck.org timeline of US withdrawal from Afghanistan. Key decisions by two administrations determining the end of America's longest war. So this shows the dichotomy between what happened in Trump's administration leading into the Biden administration. Again, I want to emphasize uh, this is not me giving a hall pass or anything. I just think historical context matters. And again, with this being 20 years, which isn't just 20 years, it's literally the including world wars, the longest military engagement we've ever had. Yeah, you add World War 1 and 2
1: together, you still have not yes, attained Afghanistan.
0: So even without going through this timeline of 1 year, you should be able to understand the amount of administrations and organizations and thought leaders and strategists and analysts or whatever that have all played a part in a <laughs> played a part in this and that alone should have you understand that this isn't 100% anyone's fault including Trump like right. I I hate him but it's not of course it's yeah, not so 100% it, it, his fault at all and so. I've
1: I've even said that to some of my uh some of my friends that are on the Trump train and have been I I, I said look I I I don't blame Biden Trump Obama Bush individually. Yeah. I, there was even a couple art like I read the I think I told you when I was talking on the phone the other day. There's a art, one article I saw and I was like, well, I need to trust but verify. So yeah. let me get at least two more sources yeah. th- so I can have a good 3 peat across this bitch. The Taliban, according to my sources, quote unquote, air quotes here, were willing to give up Osama bin Laden months after 911 the initial yeah. and, and initial invasion. they were well, like stop initial bombing invasion. Yeah, yeah 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 like twin towers <laughs> pentagon <laughs> you know yeah. you can believe if one hit the pentagon or not that's as 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 a as a my right right wing folks be like i'm just putting it out there it's your it's your decision to 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 believe it or not do yeah. you do your own read the whole yeah. fucking do your you know what yeah. take ivermectin tell me t- Something yeah, what's yeah do your research with that. Also, yeah. my aunt
0: and uncle were in the Pentagon on 9-11, and it's it's it, I get it very happened. personally insulted when someone's yeah. like it didn't happen. Anyway, yeah, so yeah, not, it, not it, it, it was
1: it was to the point where I was like, <gasps> Are you kidding me? It's one of those things like when I found out my fucking life path number, I was like, What? <laughs> you know, when I found out that uh they gave up, they were willing to the Taliban was willing to give up fucking uh Osama because the ta- okay, for those that don't know. The Taliban does not
0: like ISIS or Al-Qaeda. I think in that even before you uh, go on, there is so much general confusion. Around, yeah. All, all of those are terrorists. They're all together. Or, or, I mean, they're certainly all the same thing yeah. is, is the general perspective. Like they don't like each other. Yes. So even starting with that, and, th- and those divisions mm-hmm. occurred before mm-hmm. uh, 9-11. So start with that as the foundation of We don't even, we collectively as a society, and maybe even our military, don't fully understand exactly who our enemy is and what their priority is in terms of who's the baddest. Yeah. So so continue from there.
1: But yeah, so they were willing to give up Osama. They are like, yo, he's in a fucking cave. Stop bombing our, just stop. Yeah. We'll give him up. They were like, nah. So. Nah. Yes
0: on that. 2001. Yes. Could have been done. But. Was that the mission? Kill one guy. That was. That's what I was told. I understand, but but as if and if like we know this from historical record, like that's not cutting the head off the snake. No. Where all of a sudden it's like it's like you're killing the head of Scientology, and they're like, what are we doing with their lives? Uh, this is why am I tithing? I don't care Tom about Cruise. my things. Yeah, like it's like there's no even if that did happen, they would have gladly held up the fucking head of Bin Laden and been like. Boom, we're just getting started. Do you think Osama's dead? I do. Really? Yeah.
1: The story that as as it's told is that based off of cultural beliefs, they wrapped him up, threw him off into the ocean
0: off of a fucking carrier. Yeah. Would I mean
1: I'm just putting the information out there. Yeah,
0: but do your own research. What, what I'm just saying, but like <laughs> what, what I mean, what would be the which what should they have done?
1: I don't know, man. It's just it's some it's one of those like Give me seventeen layers of tinfoil. Strap it to my head. But if he if he was alive, like I I saw Hussein hung in public. I witnessed that with my own eyes. Yeah, you're telling me that we that we found a dude. God, I sound like such a fucking QAnon person. So right so now. so with so you were there. You were physically there. Oh God, no, I wasn't in fucking Saddam's firing squad or hanging squad. I, like I saw an uncut version of Saddam getting hung sure that's how they did it
0: sure but that's not a that's not something that's like broadcast live on american television no that's
1: proof that's proof positive that saddam hussein that was found in a fucking hole into crit and then got his justice handed to him he was a fucking bad dude
0: of course oh he's terrible and i'm not his sons Uday and kusei like fuck those dudes yeah i I just 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 to be i'm a big fan of being devil's advocate especially because how much it relates to this conversation but like I, I would I would need to immediately push back on proof positive because you saw a video. Like, it's just... Oh, no, no, no.
1: Like, trust me. When I saw it, I was like, hmm. I think that you should always maintain this minimal amount of skepticism in yes. anything that you do. Absolutely. Because if you full-tilt believe in something like the big lie, yeah. you're going to get fucking rocked. You know? COVID. Fucking... You know what I'm saying? Like, there's yes. there's so many things, but... It's just it's the one thing that's always kind of hung in the back of my head. That's like, that's the that's one of like he committed one of the biggest atrocities on American soil, and you know you can deep dive and and if you didn't know like the 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 Bin Ladens and the Bushes are connected through Saudi Arabia, like that it's 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 on paper. Yep. So yeah, you could kind of like start to see like well maybe this that and the other. But then, like, you know, it's like the greatest superpower, quote, unquote, that we've titled ourselves, which I just think America is just a big fucking bully. Like, I I love the country to pieces. Real quick
0: on that, because we've talked about Fury and we've talked about Vice. Yes. Fahrenheit 9-11 is another good thing to watch. Michael Michael Moore? Yes. Not to answer all your questions, but to, in an entertaining way for a topic that maybe you don't have interest in or don't want to learn about, it's an interest, it's an entertaining but also harrowing entry <laughs> yeah. into that topic that hopefully will set you on a path of then digging into verified research, yeah, from like reputable sources, right? Um, and not fucking Facebook comments. And, and, and for those listening, like I like, I'm pretty ninety nine
1: point nine 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 and then exponentially nine. Yeah, he's dead. Like that's what happened.
0: Like, yes. I, I'm willing to accept, like, sure. But- I think it's worth acknowledging that Saddam was the, um, I don't what, elected, whatever. He was the head of a government. Yeah, and Osama has lived in caves forever. Yeah, yeah. he kicked it. He was like, let's just do the farming thing. Yeah. So, and,
1: and I think that's what why I think that's one of the big reasons why we lost Afghanistan. Not that there was a win or lose situation, because there never should be a win lose with
0: you know. I just don't think there was a win situation. There was,
1: yeah, it was yeah. never a win yeah. because yeah. we net because we stuck our chest out and just helicoptered our dick around uh, Afghanistan because we, you know, money, power, and the cool toys don't always get you the girl. It, 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 you know what I'm saying for like, sure.
0: And killing an individual that is the, just a figurehead of an ideology, yeah, never ends the ideology. For example, if
1: what if. What if someone would have just straight up just assassinated Trump? It it would have
0: erupted. Oh, mul- man. It wouldn't have been like, oh, my God, the veil has lifted. Yeah. Uh, now, now that the evil witch is put down. <laughs> no, no, it would be the fucking catalyst of all catalysts. Q yeah. would become a oh. division of the government. Like, yep. like no, it would have been. That That's essentially what
1: we were up against. You Yes. You cut the head off the snake. I actually have a fucking shirt that says anyone else in 2020 and it's literally Trump's head embodiment
0: of a snake. It says anyone else, anyone
1: else in 2020. I don't get it. Like you got Trump. Yeah. Anyone else like not him. Oh, (laughs) you could cut the head (laughs) off the snake. Okay. gotcha. Snake still exists. Head's gone. Yeah, sure. Gotcha. But yeah, like, so whenever I remember whenever they were like today, he was kicked off, you know, whatever they said. And I'm just like,
0: really? But 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 to your an original comment of like, because I feel like the underlying statement of what you're saying is that we could have ended this in 2001 if we took- Bingo. But I, just, I never I never would have went to Afghanistan. I, I, would, I would have never made six figures. But I disagree though. I, I don't think that they, I think they would have been like, yeah, we'll stop bombing you and then we'll take him. Oh, but we're okay. still going to occupy indefinitely you. and still do everything that we can to instill democracy, which I'm putting in air quotes- and do everything to fight. Like th- there's no way that our organis- that our government, that our military would be like, "Oh, mm. we killed the bad guy." Good point. Um, and See? open-mindedness. Yeah, I know that Afghanistan has been
1: invaded five times, three times by the British. After the, After the British failed on the third attempt, they were like, "Well, let's do a treaty." Yeah. Then the Russians in the 70s and 80s Watch Charlie Wilson's War for that bingo okay. with little 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 uh, Seymour Hoffman. Mm-hmm.
0: God, I love that guy. So good.
1: Um and Tom X. He's American treasure. I mean, that's saving Private, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's also uh Terminal. Remember it, that one? It un, unrelated, but yes. <laughs> he's also from <laughs> but he And big. But but no, but Terminal, he flew, and then while he was in midair, Krak- his country disappeared. Do you remember the name of the country? Something Stan?
0: Krakoja. 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 Yeah. And
1: he smashes the bag of chips. Hey, when that motherfucker figured out the quarter shit for the
0: get for the for the <laughs> thing, he was like. Time to get paid. Yeah, and then they took it from him. Yeah, they were like, "No." And then he's eating saltines covered in ketchup and mustard. Bastards! This is all an allegory for <laughs> you, shining boots. <laughs> <I didn't> fucking-
1: <laughs> yes, yes. It's it's. It, I guess in closing, the shit that I've gone through in my personal life through through the Marine Corps. Yeah. Granted, I only did five years. I re- I really wanted to be a lifer, literally just to retire. I. I would have been retired already for a year now. Yeah. I just turned 38. I have
0: a buddy who's retiring
1: this year. (sighs) For those that make it to that long, I, 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 I will put my tax dollars behind that pension. Sure. That is a lot of fuck to deal with because some people are like, like I joke with my wife, you know, she was a flight scheduler in the air force so she was kicking it with all the pilots and making sure that they had their their passports, their training, sleeping on time. You know, like that. Like, Air Force pilots are are a fucking national treasure, you know. And the same for the Army pilots and the Marine Corps pilots, and and you know, honestly,
0: all pirates. pilots, and, all, all pilots, and pirates. <laughs> pirates. I do fuck pirates, <laughs> fuck pirates. No, every time I get off a plane, like Black yes, here. I say like bye to the flight attendants, but like I go out of my way to get eye contact with the pilot and say oh. thank you. Do you remember when you could actually visit the cockpit? <laughs> I mean, I never did, but I know I did. I mean, that that even despite guidance systems and everything, like, please acknowledge the fact that this one guy with one support person and some good computers. Maybe a dude in a jump seat. Yeah. Just transported us that. multiple miles above the ground at hundreds of miles per hour and then safely landed us while you watched Jumanji on a four inch screen <laughs> and ate pretzels and you think you think you think nothing about it you're just like okay what oh god I can't believe I paid $340 for this like this you just put your hands in this dude's your, your life into this dude's hands so anyway I go out of my way to personally oh, no, pilots when
1: I go to I remember when I used to cause I'm, I was born in Ohio and I was raised in North Carolina so I'd visit my grandparents I started flying when I was five so that was 1988 that was still cool to go hang out mid-flight. Yeah, fucking cockpit would open up. Get the pin. Like, oh, I've got plenty of them. <laughs> I'm a fucking air traveler. I got it. But it's just to the it's just to the tune that I personally think that our because you're like you're 37.
0: I got my same established as right. you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're
1: an 83. We just did this earlier on with numerology. Yeah, yeah we're both 83 babies. Mm-hmm. Our generation, I personally think will be one of the top three generations in the story that is America. Because we got to live through not internet, internet, and oh my God, internet.
0: in Internet in everyone's hands. In, yeah,
1: internet. Yeah, I went from, like when cell phones became a thing in the 90s, it was just like,
0: what is yep. this technology? Yeah.
1: You know, like uh, was at Wall Street whenever Michael Douglas, he was
0: like, but he had the Zach Morris phone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah. yeah, Zach Morris. say by the bell. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like me and
1: my daughter, we were talking about shows like TGIF, right? Like the wholesomeness that was trying to be portrayed as America, like Family Matters. To
0: be clear, for those who don't know, TGIF is not a show. It was a block of entertainment that happened on Fridays on network television. Thank
1: God it's Friday.
0: (laughs) TGIF. That was uh, Family
1: Matters. Mm Step-by-step, step, mm-hmm. full house. <sighs> there was one more. I can never forget. I never remember the fourth one. I
0: have but, this long list of uh, just quicks aside, which is what we're great at, and sure. they're not so quick, is that I do believe that Wisconsin is the most referenced place in all of really movies and television. Yes. I'm going to gonna plant the seed with you, and then I want you to think about it and pay attention as you watch stuff. Are you about stuff to stuff DiCaprio me? Just <sniffs> Inception? I mean, so DiCaprio is from Chippewa Falls. Hey, see, there in, it is in Titanic. I've been programmed in Titanic. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's all of these like crazy, not like, like references. Like you could choose any small town place in literally the entire country because it has nothing to do with the plot point at all, and still just these writers choose like, you know, hey Baxter, bark twice if you're in Milwaukee. It could, from Anchorman. It could have been Cincinnati, yeah. Baltimore, whatever. Yeah. Like um, Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah. Oh fuck, Florida. I mean, I you, actually, it, know what it could. No, but Florida. Fuck Florida. There's good people Flo- there. Florida but, man. but, but fuck I love place. Florida yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> I love reading about Florida man. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't love him meet. personally, <laughs> yeah, but yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you are the embodiment of Florida man. Yes. I love you. So anyways,
0: step by step, it uh, supposedly took place in Port Washington, which is this small idyllic town that's on Lake Michigan in um do you remember the opening for step-by-step Step? and the final scene is this like carnival with like a big Ferris wheel and they pan out. It's on pan the out, beach. super zoom. Yeah. And yeah. It, that's Port Washington. Of course it doesn't. Oh, okay. they, they, I mean, they film in a fucking set in, in LA or whatever, but like of all of the places that this, this could have occurred in, in America, they decided, <laughs> dude, that 70 show, Wisconsin happy, Wisconsin, happy days, happy days, Wisconsin. Wow. Laverne and Shirley, Wisconsin.
1: I feel like there. I feel for some reason. Seen Home Alone two. Have there's see, a Wisconsin
0: reference. Uh, I'm, is that New York. That's, that's New York. That's, no, it's well. No, Home Alone two is New York, but in Home Alone one, their ho they're, Kevin's house is in Illinois. That's it. Okay, yeah. That's, okay, it's that's close enough. Wow. Have you we seen Dogma? We're oh yes. Okay. There's this scene where the Matt Damon and Ben Affleck are talking about like when angels get punished. Like instead of hell, they go. To- they get sent to Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're just so dude. There's so much. How we like get here? That. There's so much shit like that. Uh, because you were talking about TGI Friday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm growing up with that, but um, yeah. it's
1: Yeah, I'm, so long story short, I do not place blame on one individual person because there's only been four of them in the past 20 years, right? You got Bush, Obama. Multiple, uh, multiple terms. Trump yeah, yeah. and Biden, Yep. right? Yep. Uh, the scene was set. Those four presidents, to me, if you really think about it, Presidents are like fucking bobbleheads that you stick on your car dash, right? It's just one, per- one person. I mean, one person can alter a lot of lives in the world, but one person cannot absolutely do everything right. We will never be able to appease everyone, and I, and, and we're not supposed to because everyone's different. Everyone has different ideas and thoughts and beliefs and so on and so forth. So if you think that one person is going to solve everyone's problems you're i'm you're stupid (laughs) like (laughs) but it would it's been set up for for a, a literally a generation so like like you were saying is 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 that people that are fighting the wars of today were not even alive when that war started and i'm not even sure that they fully understand the 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 ramifications of what they're doing and it's just it is it's just it's so like you know like 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 you said like trying to figure out like do you know what a trillion dollars looks like no like when people rob banks they don't understand how heavy fucking money is this wrapped up and bricked like they're trying to like pick the shit up and just disappear with it but fun fact it weighs like 200 pounds per x amount of hundred thousands of dollars so you can't just you know get away quick but, I mean, just to put it into context, like, everyone fucked up. I mean, yeah, like, if, you know, the Twin Towers were hit and all that shit happened, that's that's terrible. We need to write that wrong and all that fun stuff. But once it got to a point of, yeah, we pretty much figured it all out or da-da-da-da-da-da-da, but the, the, just the continuation
0: of, what they figured out is that it was never going to. Be it, was never gonna win, it was never going to win. But
1: that's. But that I think that's the point that I was trying to make earlier on is that America has this varsity senior varsity quarterback mentality that thinks that they they've got the they've got the cheerleader they you know fucking one eight hundred smile kind of teeth and <laughs> Zach Morris hair with his phone and Wolf of Wall Street attitude and you america just got lost literally i mean twi- 20 fucking years dave what have you done for 20 years that you can consistently say you've done besides exist masturbate actually that's a good point
0: <laughs> damn that's a good point <laughs> but no job no amount of school no I, yeah. relationship no uh not um, other yeah. than living not even living in one place in my adult life mm-hmm. you know post 18 Um. So literally nothing. I I just think that America got too big
1: for its britches over there, and the one thing that America does not like we do do that everywhere. Oh, everywhere. I mean, Vietnam. Like, how the fuck long were we there? I mean, Nixon used it as a fucking platform, and it didn't even need to continue after him. And there's
0: no win. Johnson Johnson was like, it's lost. There is no win. Like, literally, even in the best of scenarios, if all of the right decisions were made. You have to think about what it's not. It has nothing to do with how great America is. It has to do with what you actually think you're trying to achieve, which would be eradicating an ideology which exists outside of human beings. You can't So, touch you, can, that. so you can kill the human beings, but they, you can't kill the ideology. What you would actually have to do to eradicate an ideology would be on the level of the Spanish Inquisition, genocide. which would be horror. Yeah, genocide, torture, horrifying shit. That if that ever happens in America at that level, I will defect the next day. Like, Mm -hmm. and I'm thankful that we've done terrible things, but nothing like at that level, which, but that's what it takes to out to, to eradicate an ideology. So there is no win. one big massive snuff film. Yeah. 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 So, (laughs) um, sorry to put it in that context, but so. You were saying I'm going to go through this this timeline. So we're trying to do this timeline for like an hour. Yeah. Well, We're actually at, Two hours and ten minutes. God so, damn, yeah. really? Yeah, bro. We talk. I feel like
1: we've only been here for twenty-seven minutes. You are incorrect. Well
0: <laughs> the election was stolen. So. so okay. So so again. So <laughs> so this is this basically from a timeline perspective, this is from twenty twenty. And the important things to note is that for for friends like my buddy, is that acknowledging that this has been happening since for twenty years. That this was a uh, no, I'm no, I'm good. Uh, that this is a, he offered me a beer, like a like a true gentleman. Um, that this is the that it started as the direct result of 9/11, which there was so much conflation between Iraq and Afghanistan when it came to pointing the finger and who's to blame, and even just from a begin, there was such a false premise in in terms of starting so many of these wars. Yeah, that you need to acknowledge that from decades ago before we even get to the last year let alone before we get to the last month and the biden administration so again i can't i've already said this 10 times but i just because i never wanted to be taken out of context biden has fucked up and misspoke the administration as you said because he's just the bobblehead the administration such a good it's such presidents are bobbleheads yeah yes okay that you okay. that you voted for i'm
1: right i'm right i'm right now i'm probably my head <laughs> you know it's, bu- um, it's a
0: bumpy road and and the administration surely could have done things better but also realistically none of us will ever know what those things were yeah. and in no scenario can we see um any humans let alone american servicemen and women die and be like but the percentage is really low. That's why when I hear someone say, like, the, sur- the survival rate for COVID is 98%. I was like, would you say that about, like, American troops and be okay with it? Like, only 2% of Holy the troops. Holy shit. That's actually a,
1: you know what? I'm can I, I'm going to use that. Yeah, I'm, sure. I am going to fuck people's minds up with that.
0: Like, that should nauseate you to think. That does, like yeah. Oh, only 2% of the troops died. Fuck you, dude. It should be zero. Yeah. And also, my aunt was one of the 2% of COVID. So, like, and if it was your aunt, you would feel the same way. Wait, your aunt passed? Yeah. Really? Yeah, November she did Are you serious? Yeah, she, yeah. I'm sorry to hear that, man. Yeah, it fucking sucks. That sucks. My buddy Charles Holt, who I've known since grade school, who was a police officer in Dallas, two kids, our same age, died of COVID. Wow. I'm so fucking tired of of it being minimalized to, like, percentages. And then here's how many people die from car accidents. Shut the fuck up. So irrelevant. Yeah. So irrelevant. Not only is it so irrelevant. What about all the heart attacks? It's like, well, America's a fucking fat country to begin with. Also, please show me where the vaccine for heart attacks is and I will inject it into my fucking eyeballs, dude. Like, <laughs> like I like not with you. it's not only disrespectful, yes. it's, it's not only like so irrelevant, it's so disrespectful. And of course, this is just like the human condition, but like when you, in the same way, th- this is a great w- way to tie this back. In the same way that a, that a human can't understand a trillion dollars, you can't even understand cum gutters. <laughs> Ryan just aggressively opened a beer, t- and it <laughs> spooged Lone Star fo- foam all over my couch. and yeah, yeah, just rub it in, you piece of shit. Yeah, you lick that thumb. Yeah, you get in those cum gutters, you filthy piece of shit. So you fucking number three Libra. I'm not a Libra. I'm a Leo. Oh, whatever. It's our all L's, right? You know? <laughs> Anyways. I'm sorry. I'm in actually. Same, it's, I'm so living, terribly I, sorry dude, about I your microfiber guy. I, I don't care at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In the same way that you can't um, Back internalize and personalize a trillion dollars, you can't even do that with 600,000, which is the number of people that died from COVID. And what you can internalize is the number one if that one is a family member. I will say that is probably the most spot
1: on. Um, Cor- uh, correlation because my father said so i'm in the moderna phase three trials i was one the of the first
0: time that we talked in the podcast you were going through yes those trials
1: i was one of the first people on the planet to get the vaccine and the only reason i did it was twofold a just just, just full 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 transparency i was getting paid yeah money twenty five hundred dollars over twenty-four months. So people are like, You got paid to do it. Like, yeah, I got paid a hundred dollars a month. <laughs> like I could fucking Uber in one day and be done with that. Yeah. Um, but two, it was what can I do as an individual to help the greater good? Yeah. That has been my mindset for as long as I can imagine. Like, for example, my podcast, Why Do I Do It? I did it as a hobby. Yeah. But now it's more like this voluntary obligation to yeah. continue
0: helping musicians yeah, the, and the scene. Yeah, yeah. 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 Can My we day. acknowledge the fact that you could, because of this isn't being filmed, but you yeah. do, can you verify the fact that you actually have breasts right now and three arms as the byproduct of, of, uh, of that trial? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I love that you're like, do you're like, I? You're like looking down at your torso. I was like, wait, what? It's just, it's
1: like, what, I mean, okay. I mean, I'm wearing an Ansible shirt and some camo, but I felt it was fitting. No, uh, no, I, I, I don't have all right. three arms, all right. unless you count um, the dick. All right. right. Oh, tripod, baby. <laughs> uh, but no, my dad. Uh, the one. So the two things that I think that are missing in America right now: one, empathy; two, perspective. You combine those two, and you instantly have another mindset to 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 project forward. My dad said so when I so when I was in the military, my very first year, I was a private. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. When I went to the Marine uh, Fleet Marine Force, I was a private. I was married. I had a child. I did not make enough money to support my family. Guess what was there? A social welfare program called CHIP and WIC. Uh, WIC is Women, Infant, and Children's. And CHIP is, uh, I'm not 100% sure on that one, but it's basically. Same, similar type of similar, yeah, yeah. Like, so you could go to the store and get milk, eggs, cheese, It's what a lot bread. of people call food stamps. <clears throat> yes. That kind of thing, yeah. So when I told my dad, uh, I said, Dad, do you know that your son was. A part of this program, and he's just
0: flat out like a, like a welfare program. Like, 100 oh, the, yeah, percent. These are these simplified yeah. terms for it. But yeah, yeah.
1: But but he said, "I'm glad it was there for you." It was it, was. it was immediately personalized. It was just like, holy shit! My dad cannot look past his as far as he
0: can see and physically touch and smell. Everyone else is a freeloading drain on the system. Bingo. But. But your son, I'm so happy that I'm good. The system was there for yes. my son.
1: That's when I told him I said, Dad, you're a fucking hypocrite, and I will to this day, and I know that i I may catch some flack for this, but whoever's listening to this and you know wants to give a shit cool, and they don't okay, but uh, I said, Dad, we're coming to uh uh we're coming to North Carolina into September early October. like in this yeah bo- flights have been booked like we're going yeah. We were gonna take our kid, but because she's got a immunocompromised uh, sister, she's got JRA, uh, Junior Rheumatoid Arthritis. Yeah. Um, they said that she, you know, like the CDC says, don't don't do this and that. Yeah. I was like, hey, are you guys vaccinated? Man, I ain't gonna be no, I ain't gonna be no test monkey. Like Dad, you were in the eighty second airborne. You got more shots than fucking people in this world. Like, do, you have, do I, you have polio? And how old is your dad? Sixty. Do you, have, do you have measles? Do you have chicken pox? No? Okay. Yeah. Well, I signed up, you know. Do you have rubella? Yeah, right. Do you have typhoid? Yeah. I love my dad to pieces. And the fact that he was not willing to take a free shot to prevent him from catching this disease, merely for the fact to see my daughter, I 100% owned who I am in regards to just an individual instead of being his son. I said, you will not see your daughter or, I'm sorry. You will not see your granddaughter yeah. until you get vaccinated. Yeah, he said, okay, okay. In terms of what? So be not it. even not it e- is what it so is. It is
0: what it is. We're talking the heart of North Carolina, mom and dad. Yeah, but if he can be okay with his son getting welfare when everyone else is a fucking leech, bingo. You should. This the same fucking principle should apply here. Bingo. If if that's what it takes for it to apply. Fine, I'm not gonna like shit on you for the context, yeah. but when the context is there and you're like, "Well, I'm standing my fucking ground," yeah, for something that is so, dude, I'm so. And here's and here's even and here's an even bigger shit factor. Like even now that it's been FDA approved, yeah. nope, not taking the
1: jab. The, Can't tell me the e the, the the reason that I am in Texas is for my oldest daughter who is yeah. seventeen. Yeah, like I'm I just turned thirty eight. She was my first. She all like I really hate that my ex wife has not afforded me the opportunity to continue that relationship
0: let's, and i and i guarantee that i get her on the show i want to have some
1: if I you know. get rebecca her name is rebecca law she lives in pipe creek have right some outside talk. san antonio i want to have some talks with her Her husband is jason law i i fucking wish you know how long i've been trying to go holding fucking people six years <laughs> oh, i haven't man. seen my daughter in six years that's terrible i have not missed a child support payment until fucking COVID happened right I've done everything by the book. Yeah. But because I decided to have a conversation about this is how your life is looking at the age of 10. Yeah. That's your stepdad. I'm your biological father. I also am in your same situation because I'm adopted as well. Yeah. So I get you. I'm yeah. letting you know this up front. Yeah. This is one of the things I said that I don't like to talk about. Yeah. But it is a necessary evil. Sure.
0: You know. And suppressing it doesn't, you know. If oh, a hundred percent. Yeah.
1: So anyway, so if y'all know those people. He was a military dog handler in the Marine Corps. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got to give her props, though. I do have to give her props. She's been with him for as long as she was with him when we were together. <laughs> 2003. So, yeah, yeah. but anyway, so my like that's the whole thing is I think empathy and perspective are missing on the culture and because you only think that things are happening the way that you think they should be happening versus how they're happening for other people.
0: I would be curious what your dad would say if you if you asked him do you think your I could probably tell you. Do you think your life is more important than your granddaughters? Yes. He thinks that it is. Probably.
1: If if I had to really boil it down, he may come cuz he's this old country head like I get it. good old boy do anything, yeah, I mean, get his shirt it, off yeah, your back. No, we've
0: definitely we've definitely talked about him. Yeah. Beforehand. But
1: but my dad was just I I remember the day that he accepted racism was bad cuz he was a correctional officer for fucking Twenty-one years, like when you're twelve and your dad comes home and says, "Son, here's a here's a booklet on gang signs. Yeah, if you see this in school, let me know."
0: And then you learn the blood sign. Oh, and you're, oh yeah. You're, Can you're, we do it? Can you're, we do it? You're, <laughs> you're throwing it in the fucking cafeteria. Yeah, you're just like blood like, French toast ticked in. And you're like, "What up, son? <laughs> These eggs are lit." But your your dad is vaccinated.
1: No, he will no not no 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 it. no
0: just oh tr- in general yes vaccinated he has vaccines in his body case closed Done. like i'm so fucking tired of hearing all this other shit oh, it's experimental you know what else is experimental all of science <laughs> all of it theories everything everything fucking gravity yeah gravity is a theory and is experimental and everything that it currently exists in a scientific capacity is tested Every moment of every single day. And the, it's the because every single day the data set expands in terms of the amount of people, things, events, whatever that mm-hmm. are impacted by it. And then we measure that. And then it gets added to the record of does this back up the theory or does it beg the question of is there an alternative theory? But every there is nothing in the world that is pure irrefutable, undeniable fact. Everything is an experimental thing that has been refined to the point of being a having consensus behind it. Yeah. That it is the thing that is agreed upon in the scientific community or the engineering community or the, even the fucking religious community. Like, oh, yeah. that there's consensus which guides what we accept as reality and fact, but it's not irrefutable. Yeah. So- now that we have FDA approval, I have had such tiny amount of of confidence that that was going to be, the, oh, now there's going to be this fucking army of people lining up to get the vaccine because they trust this organization of which they have no visibility on whatsoever. And oh, by the way, the FDA has been totally wrong on shit before. Oh, yes. Asbestos was FDA approved. Yeah.
1: Lead, paint. Yes. There's actually... <laughs> Uh, if you ever buy a house, and this is just a, a merely just a thing of fact, from ni- if you purchase a home that was built prior to 1973, there has to, federally mandated, you have to be advised that you may have lead-based paint. Yeah. Because the way they found that out was prior to the 70s, uh, children were eating yes. the, the chips my mom, off the porch. My mom did that. What? Yes. You talked to a ton of kids from that. Does, does it have like this cool taste like
0: fucking in the same way the that, like, reason they had to change the, the, the flavor of coolant in, yes. in, in cars because it tasted like certain candy kids love like smelling glue and stuff like that it just wasn't okay fucking I, I
1: smelled I smelled glue and okay the brown sharpie yes yeah it tastes it smelled like a fucking ass uh, like you said tasted. Smelt. <laughs> well, you started with Did taste. Did taste? You tasted it, and then Did I, it I, you know what subliminal. Yeah, I probably you know, taste it. I
0: probably toss, You toss that salad <laughs> <laughs> with my <laughs> <laughs> can I, was- I read this? Can I read this fucking timeline, please? Oh, you're not done. I haven't even started. Shh. <laughs> we're, we're, Silence. Okay. Okay. All right. Silence. Okay. The blame game has begun over who lost Afghanistan. The fact is President Joe Biden and his predecessor, Donald Trump, were both eager to withdraw U.S. troops from Afghanistan and end what Biden referred to in his August 16th speech as America's longest war, which it is. It's true. The Trump administration in February of 2020 negotiated a withdrawal agreement with the Taliban that excluded the Afghan government, which is really important and we're going to get back to, freed 5,000 imprisoned Taliban soldiers and set a date certain of... uh, <clears throat> Set a date certain of May 1st, 2021, for the final withdrawal. The Trump administration kept to the pact, reducing U.S. troop levels from 13,000 to 2,500, even though the Taliban continued to attack Afghan government forces and welcomed al-Qaeda terrorists into the Taliban leadership. Biden delayed the May 1st withdrawal date that he inherited. He, but ultimately, his administration pushed ahead with a plan to withdraw by August 31st of 2021, which was yesterday. Uh, Despite obvious signs that the Taliban wasn't complying with the agreement and had stated goal to create an Islamic government in Afghanistan after the U.S. left, even if it meant it had to, quote, continue our war to achieve our goal, which is what came to mind when you were talking about, hey, they offered up bin Laden. Like, they have done nothing to prove that they stick to their word. Right. So even if they did offer that and even if they delivered it, there is so much to say that they would not have renege uh, on it upheld yeah. like okay yes you got bin laden but now we're going to put someone else in bin laden's chair and do our own thing. and we're going to so, go for him yeah yeah so back to back to the article. like a like
1: a just a just a you know the the at the fancy parties where they have the uh the pyramid of champagne yes yes and they're pouring it yes. from the
0: top and then it pours down yes. right just keeps filling up like if you take the one off the top there's there's two. Yes. You take the two and there's <laughs> yes, four. Yes. Four. Like, and it's easy to take one of those and just put it on top
1: of the other three. You, and yes, and, and yes, that's yes, the thing. Yes. Like, you can you can remove one of those glasses full of champagne, chug it, toss the glass. Yes. Yes. Just grab
0: another glass. Yes. Because yes. it's going to fill right back up. Yep. Biden assured Americans last month that a Taliban takeover in Afghanistan was, quote, not inevitable and denied that U.S. intelligence assessed that the Afghan government would likely collapse. But it did, and quickly. In this article, we lay out many of the key diplomatic decisions, military actions, presidential pronouncements, and expert assessments of the withdrawal agreement that ended the U.S. military's 20-year war in Afghanistan, a war that has, quote, taken the lives of nearly 2,500 U.S. servicemen and women, cost a trillion dollars, and occupied the attention of four presidential administrations as the Afghan study group put in a february report from this point the timeline begins and i'm just gonna I'm, I'm gonna put the url for this in the show notes um wherever you're listening to us or if you're watching a, a video on youtube but um i'm not gonna read through every single key point but it's back to my friend's point about like this is 100 percent biden's fault like Understanding the implications of the Afghanistan papers, which I read earlier, understanding the implications of the fact that like the U.S. government under the Bush administration very clearly and directly and inaccurately conflated Iraq and Afghanistan in terms of who's to blame here after nine eleven. And then understanding what Trump did during 2020, which he easily could have if he was reelected, which he was not, uh, he would have been dealing with the consequences of his own fucking shady dealings. And the Art of the Deal. Yes, we have a question in the front row.
1: Uh, hi, uh, my name is Tim. Yeah. Um, <laughs> quick question: If Trump would have won, what? I'm not a fan of what. A, what aboutism? I I really I love to just kind of kind of just let your mind go just let it go there. Yep. You know what, in your opinion? Yep. What do you think would have been the ultimate outcome for this year for the pullout?
0: So I I think the exact same thing. And I think a big difference between, I'm not going to say Democrats and Republicans, although I lean that way. I think the big difference between MAGA people and Democrats, or maybe MAGA people and everyone else, is that they (laughs) literally are incapable of acknowledging anything short of awesomeness and victory from Trump. Whereas I know plenty of personal, and then just in terms of like, in politics and thought leadership and journalism plenty of left-leaning or card-carrying democrat people are holding biden accountable for how this is going like, whereas if this, up. but if this was happening under the trump administration he would be like of course this is our patriotic duty to get these men and women out of a war that was sustained by the obama administration like like there would always 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 be some sort of spin that made cinnamon hitler doing the right thing right now and uh, like it uh, i'm so glad that that's not what's happening right now, but so I'm just gonna keep going through this timeline though. So February 29th, 2020. U.S. and Taliban. Okay, and again, this is the Trump administration. <laughs> cinnamon Hitler. I'm so sorry. US I, and Taliban. I love
1: cinnamon toast crunch. It's uh, like you're it's putting so good, dude. you're putting Hitler
0: with my fucking favorite food. I'm sorry, dude. You gotta drink that milk though. Whatever I mean, that means from a metaphorical standpoint. <clears throat> All right. Drink that milk. Trump strikes a deal, strikes a deal. February 29th, 2020. U.S. and Taliban sign an agreement. That sets the terms for a U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan by May 1st, 2021, but do not release two classified annexes that set the conditions for U.S. withdrawal. At the time of the agreement, the U.S. had about 13,000 troops in Afghanistan, according to the Department of Defense. The withdrawal of U.S. troops is contingent upon the, quote, Taliban's action against al-Qaeda and other terrorists who could threaten us, which, to your point earlier, Ryan, is that these organizations are not all on the same team. They both, they all do terrible things, but they're not on the same team. North versus South. Yes. Trump says in a speech at the uh, conservative political active conference, uh, U.S. withdrawals, however, occurred despite the fact that the Defense Department Inspector General's office repeatedly reported that the Taliban worked with al-Qaeda. The pact includes the release of 5,000 Taliban fighters who have been held prisoner by the Afghanistan government, which is not a party to the agreement. So that's that's this is the first item of this timeline, and there's two dozen items past this, and I'm not going to get into all of them, but to understand... That Trump laid the framework for. He decreased our troop presence there by 80%. Oh, it was a massive slice. 13,000 to 2,500 while un- like further unbalancing the scales by agreeing to release 5,000 Taliban prisoners, all without the consent or even involvement of the Afghanistan government. Right. So just right off the bat, Whether, and again, he could have inherited the consequences of his own shitty deal making or Biden becomes president or whatever. The next administration was going to have to deal with the fact that when the withdrawal happened, you're not going from status quo to we're no longer there. You're going from, and it says later in here, the weakest position we've ever been in since 2001 to evacuating in a matter of weeks. Yeah. Because, as it said before, Trump's bullshit deal Committed to a May 1st, 2021 withdrawal. Today is September 1st. So because we've so far went past that, the Taliban made it very clear that executions, basically all of the protections that, we, that you feel that you have right now because of what we agreed to expire after May 1st. So feel free to kick the can down the road as far as you want. But like we're coming in guns a after may 1st and today is september 1st yeah so and that is what has happened which has led to this catastrophic clusterfuck happening in all of the key areas that are being reported on but like these people like my friend think that this just came from like a mismanagement in a silo of like oh i can't believe the shitty decisions that biden made and how this wasn't a smooth process like even from that first data point and again go to this factcheck.org or look at it, find, find the historical record on whatever website you please. What I just read had no editorial. That's literally just, this is what happened. This is what he agreed to. It all has links in it to, you can go read the the dates and times and context of, of these conversations and agreements. Like, it's like, he, this, is,
1: this is a car, this has four wheels. He, you press the gas pedal, yes. it goes forward.
0: He set the table for absolute disaster that basically made a safe, peaceful, timely orderly removal. And we're just talking about our ability to remove, let alone the fact that it completely destabilized like the local whole bunch of people, government and tribes and, tribes and army and everything like, so, and, and again, it's not Trump's fault that we're there. Correct. All that stuff. But I'm just saying, again, we're going back to the, the fact that this is, this blood is 100% like that's pure hyperbole in terms of it being on Biden's hands. He's, he is culpable just as Trump and Obama and Bush are. Uh, not all equally, but to just, to, because this, is, we have these short attention spans and because we're seeing the awful shit happening right now, it's super easy to be like, well, clearly this is it's Biden's, fault. Biden's fault. It's like, can we just fuck? This is all clearly laid out about how long and well established of a clusterfuck. This was that there was never a win on the horizon that people were making money. And just like the free state of Jones, which we were talking about before, oh, yes, we started the episode that the people who had the least to gain lost the most. Yeah. It's just where we are.
1: It's one of the worst relationships America has ever had. Yeah. It's like (laughs) you're in a relationship for so long. It's like battered wife syndrome. Like to the point where when you get hit, you think it's your fault and you're like, uh, you know, he's a nice guy or girl or person or they, whatever your pronoun is. Shout out Mm -hmm. Jordan Peterson. Um, no dude. <laughs> I saw I, No. I saw your clip. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that I'm guy. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fuck that guy. But uh but no, it, it, it's to the point where America has not learned how to lose graciously. I I
0: Or to even even confidently and cautiously question the decisions of our government as a whole. Yeah. So like going into, so like, so Biden's approval rating is in the fucking toilet right now. Of course it would be for any president of who is currently in the seat. right I now. could be president. Bush's approval rating was at an almost all time high of all presidents ever since it's been recorded at the time that we invaded because it's this like, yep, this is us. This is us striking back. This is our reclaiming our dominance. This is us spreading democracy across the globe because it's what we need. Like we should not that shouldn't be something that translates into most popular president of all time. But that's where we're at because then the converse is bound to happen. Is that yeah. when you withdraw and you don't have the mission accomplished banner behind you. Um, think about that, dude. One, that, what year was that, that he had that, that he was on that aircraft carrier early, early two thousands that he was stating mission accomplished. It man. is 20, I think it was 2003. this is, early, this is 20, this is, we're nearing the end of 2021. And not only is the mission not accomplished, we are giving up, as we should, and we should have a long time ago. Like, it's so easy to go, ooh-rah-rah, go Team America, let's invade the enemy, and ev- Fuck yeah. and everyone loves the president, but when it comes time to withdraw, just like as it was with, with Vietnam, there's never a good time, because there was never a win, and everyone who was involved up until that point is culpable and i'm not going to go through the rest of the timeline it's just so just but just to even understand the framework and the foundation that was set with trump's bullshit deal making that didn't even involve the afghanistan government and then to just look at what the news coverage over the last you know 14 days has shown you and then just translate that to this biden's the worst president ever and this the blood is 100% on his hands is just myopic and foolish and ignorant of history and all of this information is readily available to you. Again, Biden has fucked up. So has every president over the last four administrations, including the entire apparatus. That's not only behind them per administration and cabinet, but also transcends multiple administrations. And this is just the reality of our government and our military and how these things work. And all I ask is that we just have some fucking perspective and take a little bit of time to understand the historical significance of when you have something like a two decade long war that never had a win. Yeah, I I the, the perspective factor compounded with empathy.
1: Like that, that when I was in Iraq, prior to where I went, I had to learn Arabic. I was I was voluntold Ryan, or I'm sorry, Corporal Rail. Corporal. Corporal Rail, you're going to go to Arabic immersion course. Now looking back on it, I'm happy that I can Count to ten and say where's the hospital yeah. and where's the bank in, in Arabic. Yeah. You know, I can teach my kid that. Yeah. You know? Wahid the money tisa sifr. You know, like oh,
0: I, I love that. That hey, was great.
1: I even got told they're like, you you might want to practice this a little more, Pimp. Like you got <laughs> you got some good you got some good phonetics. Yeah, that, that is you because you have the yeah. accent too. So yeah, it's just it's I've always been able to I don't know. I think. I think that I've always. I don't know why or how or when or who or the thing that does the thing inside of me that makes me go. I see or I feel or I, or I think that I know where you're coming from. But the fact that I can attempt to put myself. I think that's. The, I think maybe that's it. Just just the sheer fact that you can attempt to do that. Yeah. And then you make that attempt. It, it, I think that's what is the biggest missing piece of the puzzle in, in today's society. And, sure. and I am, I am hell bent on bridging that gap, you know, whether it's through politics or through any other, any other guys. But when I, when I was talking with Muhammad in, um, in Iraq in O4 in Fallujah, he was selling, uh, <laughs> pirated, DVDs, which was a rampant, yeah, dude. rampant fucking goldmine. Third, you know, third-party blackmail, yeah. not blackmail, black uh, market, black market yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, and I told him, I said, "Muhammad, I was like, man, let me, um, let me learn more, you know, literal slang, because I got taught." So I was told when I was talking to him, he was like, in his broken English, he was like, "You have learned the proper, yeah. Arabic, but this is not
0: how people talk. No, yeah." You know, Which that, is just not going to serve you well when trying to navigate communities. When correct. Ask, yeah, yeah.
1: And that's when he was like, you know, how do you say that? Like he would quiz me. It was yeah. really fucking cool to make that connection. Yeah. Like I was out Ubering the other day, riding around Deepak, like, like mo- mofos from India. And he was yeah. like, you know, North Northeast, like you've got to go to the fuck Taj. Like, yeah. del- like here. And I thought I was like, I think that's the thing that's missing is just the, the fact that you're making the attempt to put yourself in someone else's shoes yeah. and and live that life, yeah. and and so if 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 I had any parting message going forward for anyone that's listening to this is when you find yourself against a roadblock of some ideal or anything that that presents a counter narrative or another another uh, what's the word I'm looking for like other perspective yeah like I said perspective of empathy if you can't put yourself in those shoes then you can't feel those emotions yeah do that you know, yeah. look up your fucking life path number, okay? <laughs> Figure it out. The fucking world is a mess, a it hot is. mess. It is a hot mess. Like, it's worse than Hot Topic in 2001,
0: okay? <laughs> well, I'm a, I'm a Scorpio, and I have a fiery personality, and go. I hold grudges, and I'm not open-minded, <laughs> which means I reject numerology, so fuck you. I'm not going to do it, really? and I also reject Is that the Scorpio in, way? It, pretty much. According to astrology? It, maybe not the whole, like. I feel like you're an open-minded yeah. person. I am I don't know that there's something that says not not open minded, but I well but so they are known for like having fiery personalities and holding grudges, and I would say that you are intrinsically not an open minded person if you are committed to hating someone forever. That's true. So Well, you know, I would say don't be my dad (laughs) in a sense. But I want to
1: be your daddy. Yeah. My my dad my (laughs) abbot daddy. (laughs) Goddamn abbot daddy.
0: Abbott daddy. (laughs) But hey. I think you're a great person.
1: I think you're an amazing human.
0: And I love you and I'm I love so you too, man. and I'm so glad that you come here and have conversations with me. Yeah. I feel like we're just on the cusp here of a cool 3 hours, so maybe we're going to wrap this up now. I told my
1: wife I said don't bother texting. <laughs> 7 text messages later. <laughs>
0: All right, Jay. We're going to wrap up here. Uh, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Always no, love our you, conversations. I uh, certainly appreciate your service and the, and your stories and the perspective that it gives, and also the empathy. To your mm-hmm. point, that hopefully something like this can help provide to my like friends, like people, and like like my friend, yeah. who it's so easy to just be thinking about what's happening right now and the person who's in the closest proximity to that. So, you know, I encourage you to watch movies about these stories, to read peer reviewed. Uh, stories and information from fact-based journalism, not editorial, things like that. Get a firm understanding of what has led to this point and understand that while, you know, Biden absolutely plays a role in this and is fucked up, that like there is the entire American apparatus for the better part of 25 years or more um, has led to this and it's an unfortunate part of our country. We still live in a great country, but we are miles away from perfect and never will be smiles and smiles and miles, baby. Uh, (laughs) So thank you so much for listening to the mind meld podcast. Again, I am Dave Perry. Uh, Please subscribe to wherever you're listening this and, and follow us on, uh, on facebook instagram youtube and twitter where all there's a the lot socials. of like all the socials a lot of behind the scenes stuff there we're gonna be launching a patreon soon we're gonna be oh you say, are yeah since the last time you heard it did you notice i have merch now look at this pillow right no, next to you. bitch i saw that blanket and i was like look at this blanket mm. i have coffee mugs i have dude, there's i got shit dude i've got qr coasters i got oh damn qr coasters course coaster coasters. coasters. <laughs> no no <laughs> Croasters. There's no you there. Quarters. Croasters. Love it. Thank you so much for listening uh and uh stay tuned for more awesome shit. Thank you, Ryan. Egg's gonna give it to you. He is gonna give it to you, and that song's gonna start playing right now. <​​​mos> <inaudible>